We gather this evening to begin the feast of the Nativity of our Lord. And this is a time where the whole, our whole context, we go into the grocery store, we go to even get our gas, because there's music or noise everywhere now, but at least a vast majority of those songs are about our Lord, or events or themes about our Lord, although there's a lot of sprinkled things in there, tinselly and, you know, nostalgic things, winter, and who caught somebody kissing somebody, and all of this kind of stuff. And Christmas, is for many, if you're approaching our Lord, this is the feast that you can appreciate the most, because we have a child, and who doesn't, well, I about to say, who doesn't like children, but I've heard people say that they prefer to not like children, doesn't really make sense to me. But we have, because of this, because of at least from, let's say... 18th and 19th century, children have a whole mystique about them, right? There's a whole romanticism of, of childhood. You see this in a lot of the movies at this time. You go back and nostalgia for childhood. Because this time brings back all of these memories. And there's something with all of this, I don't want to besmirch or you know, push, push it aside. There's some things about this that are good and right. But there's other things about it where it mutes, I would like to use the word tames, what this feast is about. Because we have the Lord of the universe, the creator of all things, becoming a child. And because he's a child, we can tame him. He's even wrapped up in swaddling clothes. He's even like he's contained. He's somebody you can like pat on the head. He does not have the same, or at least this is the idea, right? It's not like Pascha, where you have this warrior who has destroyed all of the bonds, and he's coming out of the darkness. But that is one of the themes of Christmas. This feast echoes Pascha. In fact, we colloquially call it Winter Pascha. If you look at the icon, he is born in a cave. He is in swaddling clothes in the darkness because those swaddling clothes, as our hymnody tells us, are to image his grave cloth. That he, in coming and submitting himself to be a child, has begun the process of submitting himself, as we will in a few days, to circumcision, that he submits himself to the ridicule, to the alienation, to the rejection, to eventually the cross. This is why when the wise men bring their frankincense and myrrh, that they are bringing things for a king, they're bringing what you would give to one who has passed, who is dead, 
and you are giving this as a gift to a baby. Our Lord, even in his birth, is a warrior, is a king, is one who cannot be tamed. The readings from this Vespers today that we had in the Vesperal Liturgy earlier today, this is the Spirit of God coming upon Balaam, who was somebody who wanted to curse Israel, but God had other plans. So out of his mouth comes this prophecy. There shall come forth a man from his seed, and he shall rule all the nations, and his kingdom shall be exalted. God led him forth from Egypt. He has, as it were, the glory of the wild ox. He shall consume the nations of his enemies, and shall break their bones in pieces, and pierce them through with his arrows. He lays down, couched as a lion and as a young lion, and who shall raise him up? The glory of a wild ox. A crouching lion. One who is going to break bones. This is, of course, metaphorical, as the Lord only has his bones broken. But it's this image that when we come to Christmas, let us remember that this is an echo of Pascha. This is an echo of the glory of our Lord. But it's not a glory of the world. It is not a glory of the power or the things that we associate with glory, with kingdoms, with kings. This is God become a child. Who that this is the glory and the power of God that he becomes one of us so that he can bring us out of that dark cave so that he can bring us like the magi who are searching out of all of our searching to find him the answer to the most important questions and quandaries that we have this king that has come to carry us out of the darkness there's a reason why in the early church one of the favorite images of our Lord we have a habit there on the children's uh, little analog in there in the narthex is Christ the Good Shepherd with the sheep swung over our Lord's shoulders. In fact, there was just a discovery, I don't know when, but recently uh, out in the Mediterranean of a ring that has a beautiful sketching of this exact image. Our Lord coming as a child takes upon us the lost sheep and he brings us to safety. This has been one of the beloved images of the early church and this is exactly what we commemorate, what we feast in in this feast of the nativity. Born as a child, but born as king, the glory of a wild ox as a crouched Lion, ready to take over, to put things to right. For he is a lion, he's not tame, he's wild. Not wild as in crazy, but wild with the love of God come to bring us back into the kingdom 
to make all things right again. Christ is born. Glorify Him.